Hey everybody, Ted Forbes. Welcome back to the Art of Photography. Today we're talking about Sony and I want to share with you guys the Sony A5100. Um, this is an amazing little camera. This is in the Sony Alpha line, which includes the A6000, which has got a lot of hype recently and it's a very popular camera model. This one is slightly newer and has a few things that the A6000 doesn't even have yet, which I'm sure will be replaced in the coming months as Sony likes to pop out a camera every week, I think these days. But anyway, I really like this lineup and this is an evolution from the Sony NEX line. And so the NEX line was kind of this first generation. It included several models at different price ranges. There was the NEX 3, the NEX 5, the 6, and the 7. And I had several of these. And the NEX 5 was always one of my favorites. And I had one for about two years, wore it out, and recently was going to replace it. And I couldn't believe the price point on these. It really hadn't gone up much since. It was the same kind of deal that the NEX 5 was. And the cool thing about these cameras is they sit somewhere design-wise between a compact point-and-shoot and the larger full-frame mirrorless cameras, or maybe a DSLR-sized. And I think that's really cool. I mean, you, they're not going to be a compact in the sense like the RX100, where you can throw it in your pocket and go. But it's a little bit bigger. It still takes up very little space. You can travel light, doesn't take up a lot of room in your camera bag. And it has interchangeable lenses. So as long as I can find an adapter, uh, that Sony E-mount, and I have several other E-mount cameras, so I can use my adapters with all of them, that this works just fine. And I really like that. Um, they excel very much in doing video, doing still photography, and being able to flip back and forth and do kind of hybrid stuff. And so they're not perfect, but I do think they're incredible when you consider the price point. And let's go up and close on this because I want to show you kind of some of the features and why I think the, the Sony A5100 is so cool. So come on over, let's have a look. Okay, so we're going to have a look at the Sony A5100. And just as a point of reference for comparison, this is my older NEX5, which I absolutely loved. I did a lot of B-roll for video on this. I loved the fact that it was a small camera I could throw in the bag. It easily does still photos, and it was great for the time. You can see that they're very similar uh, in design. I do have a lens on the 5100 here, so it's going to look a little bigger, but uh, this one does not have a lens on it. Lenses are interchangeable on both. They've redesigned the body very slightly. It's got a different texture on it now, big deal. Um, and there's a couple other differences that I'll show you in a second. The A5100 actually has a pop-up flash in it, which is very cool. The NEX5, you had to get an external flash and plug it into this proprietary adapter. It wasn't that great. Um, other big differences, they're both APS-C size sensors, uh, but it has been upgraded in megapixel count. So the NEX5 was 16 megapixels, the A5100 is 24 megapixels, so you do have a bit of an image upgrade there. Um, the bigger upgrade that I think is absolutely fantastic is the autofocus system has been completely overhauled and you have a lot more versatility with it. Autofocus was okay to kind of frustrating at times with the NEX um, and the whole reason I got into the NEX 5 is that I could use manual focus lenses so autofocus wasn't even a concern of mine but now if you've ever used the Sony a6000 um, the autofocus is very similar in there it's got a very wide range it does a lot of wonderful things with continuous autofocus uh, that you can't do on a DSLR even and these cameras are real small very inexpensive affordable and I really recommend these over DSLRs depending on what your price point is and what your budget is and all that stuff um, so that's that's one thing that that is considerably different. Um, the knob placement's a little bit different on these two cameras. Um, there are several kit lenses as well. This is the kit lens they sell with it. Um, I have a, another kit lens that came with the NEX6, I think, back in the day. And I have that, which I normally use. And this one is designed more like a video lens, which is weird. But the on-off switch has changed on the top. It's very easy to get to. 
and let me pull the viewfinder up so you can see. This other switch does the zooming for you, and it's a little strange to do on a still camera. Um, that works pretty well for video. Um, I don't do a lot of zooming, you're just trying to dial it in. If you're doing street photography or event photography or something like this, it's not gonna be more the most versatile thing in the world. So what I would recommend actually is you use, if you need a zoom lens, is use something else that Sony makes that has a collar where you can just adjust that, because um, I think this is just a little bit cumbersome when you get into that. Not a big deal though, because I can take this lens off and put whatever I want on it, but you do have or digital zoom on there if you want to do that. Um, other upgrades that this has, um, I think one of the biggest ones that I'm really excited about, I'm open the menu here so you can see, is that uh, the video capabilities on here, the file format, we've talked about this a little bit with the RX100, um, but Sony has a uh, new format in these cameras, which is this A excuse me, the XAVC-S format, which is an MP4 container, but it allows you to get a much higher bit rate than the older MP4 standard or the AVC-HD. And so you can get up to 50 megabits a second, I think is what it shoots at, which is pretty amazing. You do need to have a high capacity card. And speaking of, the card has been moved uh, away from the battery slot and onto the side. It was under the battery slot in that one. So you just pop it in and out from the side. Um, you know, not a huge difference, just different. I'm always reaching for it in the battery slot because that's what I'm used to. Uh, but anyway, uh, when when you get into the menu system, you can select that. The other cool thing about this too is for your record settings, um, I can get all the way up to 60p on this. So depending on what you'd like to shoot with, um, I don't like 60p for standard shooting. I shoot all these videos in 24p because it's a cinematic look. And when you get up to the higher ones, they tend to look like cheap TV. But what's really useful about those is if you're shooting at 60p, if you want to do what they call overcranking when you're shooting video, is that then you can slow that back down to 24p and you have slow motion. So it's pretty nice. To, to be able to do that. Um, the other cool thing in this camera is you can do something called dual video recording, and you can do this in a lot of the, the higher-end Sony cameras now, where it will basically record two videos. It does a smaller one, so if you want to move that over to your smartphone and upload to Instagram or something crazy like that, or just use it as a proof, you can do that, so it'll record both formats at the same time. Uh, I don't typically use that, but it is there. The other cool thing is in the manual focus mode, you do have focus peaking, and you also have magnification, which is really nice, and I did a separate video on that where we use the a7s so if you're interested in using manual focus lenses with mirrorless cameras uh, i would recommend you go check that out i'll link it up at the end of this uh, but anyway um, i did cover some of that anyway it's a great little camera the image quality is fantastic i noticed the most upgrade um, when i was doing video work um, stills look looked really good on the nex5 but the video is noticeably better on the or sorry the a5100 uh, in a major way it, it really looks outstanding as i mentioned also it has to have a pop-up flash, which, you know, it's not the greatest thing in the world, but what is cool is just like some of the other Sony cameras, you can angle this with your finger and bounce the flash. So it does give you a little bit of versatility if you're in a situation where you need some kind of flash and you don't have one. Um, it is a flash that you can control and hold up and bounce if you want. So I thought that was a really nice design feature. The other interesting thing about this that I want to talk about is they have added now uh, touch capabilities. So this is actually a touch screen now. It's a little bit limited in what you can do, but what you can do is very useful. And you can see there's a little box already. I hope you can pick that up on the video. I can touch the screen anywhere and it will select that as what I want to be in focus. And so for instance, if I have something extreme in the foreground like this other NEX camera, I can just touch to focus and it will make sure that stays in focus and it will track it as well. And the tracking is good, it's smooth. When you watch the video playback, if that's what you're using it for, it works great, it looks awesome. You don't see it hunting and seeking, trying to find the focus, uh, which is 
really nice. And it works great for stills too, if you're in a situation where you're shooting something that's moving, like kids or sports or something like that, and you want to be able to use the touchscreen. Now the touchscreen really only does that. It will not work in the menu system. Um, you know, a lot of people that's kind of a deal breaker for, but I can't, for instance, flip in the menus and scroll or anything doing the touchscreen. It just doesn't work for that. It's okay for me. It's not a deal breaker. I'm glad that it does have a touchscreen to do focus with because my RX100, my compact, doesn't even do that. It's a handy feature to have when you're out and about. Also, the other thing I want to mention is the screen. It's a, it's a nice looking screen, but it is just that, a screen. So if you're going to be shooting outdoors uh, for video or still work, it gets a little hard to see depending on how bright the sunlight is and just depends on what time of day you're shooting and all that. And there is no room on here to put an OLED viewfinder. So if you want an eye level viewfinder, you're just kind of out of luck. Uh, if you're doing video, you can use something like I've got one of the Zacuto uh, focus finders. So you can use something like that if that helps. Um, other than that, that is the one major drawback to this over something like the any, sorry, the um, A6000 is that you don't have a uh, eye level finder on it. And so that's just kind of part of the deal. And it's just the design of these cameras. But however, you can flip this up and, uh, you know, in what everybody calls selfie mode here. I actually find this very useful, particularly if I'm doing video and I don't want to bring a lot of stuff and I'm out in the field. And so, or if I'm even filming this show, a lot of times I use a little flip up viewfinder so I can see if I'm in frame or not. So it's very useful for that. It's also very useful if you're filming someone else and they need a monitor and want to be able to kind of see themselves or what they're doing. It, you've got it. You don't have to bring an external monitor to do that with. And so that's a big deal for me because I do the, the, the show and the way I film it. That, that's enormously useful to have. The other bizarre function on here when you actually flip the screen up like this and you'll love this. If I just touch the screen, it goes into this weird selfie mode. So you can see it counting down, three, two, one, and then takes a picture. I guess that's useful um, for people who really like selfies. Sure, you get a little timer. There's another bizarre function in here that you can go into and you can actually set it so a smile will trip the shutter. And I've seen other cameras that done, have done this, and this one does seem to work. Um, you have to have teeth in your smile, so you have to open your mouth a little bit, but it's weird. Um, and I keep waiting for a contemporary artist to come along and do some bizarre project of something where people are tripping the shutter with teeth or something. I don't know. Anyway, but it is there. It's not a huge deal, and it's kind of activated when you have the screen flipped up into selfie mode like that. When you're down here, you use the touch, it, it functions as that autofocus. So anyway, very nice camera though. And I think the, the biggest deals for me on here are the XAVCS video Kodak, um, the redesigned sensor, which is noticeably better than what we had before on the NEX5. It's really, really good guys. Um, it's actually a hair better than my really expensive video camera. And I just think it's beautiful video. It looks wonderful. You have a lot of versatility with it. I love the lightweight, the compact size, the fact that I can detach the lens and put a manual focus lens on there. Um, you know, some of the minuses, I like the flash too when you're in a jam you need to use that the biggest minus is the screen and just the way that this camera is designed i mean it's hard to see when you're in bright sunlight i don't shoot in that situation a lot but when you do it's kind of hard to see things you kind of have to squint and cover it and shade it and do weird things to make that work but you know the control layout is good um, i can get to things pretty easily and i think for a 500 dollars camera you're getting so much bang for your buck on this it's just ridiculous um, the one last thing i want to talk about is low light capabilities on this um, you know does it compare to something like the a7s 
A7S? Well, no. The A7S is one of the most interesting sensors in a camera you can find, and the low light is just, I mean, you can shoot in the dark on that thing with very little noise. This is going to start to get noisy. You can shoot 1600 ISO fine. When you get up to 3200, it's going to start getting a little noisy. That's usable, and especially if you're using manual focus lenses that have really wide apertures, like a 1.8 or 1.4 or something like that, you can get around that. Um, sorry, just shut itself off. But, you know, I think considering that may not, you know, the low light capabilities are not why you'd buy this camera. It's got a lot of other reasons for why you would want to buy this camera. And as I mentioned, I had the NEX5 and I used this just into the ground. I mean, I spent two years with this camera. It went on every trip I went on. It was the camera that just thrown in my bag when I needed to film video or whatever. I've used it on the show before extensively. Um, I, I just absolutely love this camera for stills and video. And mine's starting to wear out a little bit. And uh, it was kind of time to put it out to pasture and get something I could rely on a little more just because I really did use the use the bejesus out of this. So anyway, I think the A5100, sorry, the A5100, I wish they'd come up with more confusing names for all these. A5100 is an excellent buy for $500 and I'll link up in the show notes as to where you can get one. I want to take a second and give a shout out to our sponsor today who are the awesome folks over at Squarespace.com. If you're not familiar with Squarespace.com, it is everything you need to build a beautiful website, portfolio, online store, you name it. And come over to the computer, I want to show you how this works. If you look at Squarespace's website, you can browse. The first thing you want to do, and this is what's so awesome with Squarespace, is that you sign up for a free trial and you start by browsing their templates here. And let's say that I go through here and I pick a template that looks really nice and I want to use this. And so let's view adversary. And and I'm going to go ahead and do a live preview of this and it's going to open it up and you're going to see exactly how this looks and this one's got a lot of cool things with parallax scrolling going on that's really nice and so let's say I want to start here I want to build my photography portfolio or I want to do something with that and so you sign up for the free trial go ahead and get started with the template and then you can go in and you can pick your fonts and your colors and your layout schemes and your pages and how you want the whole thing to fit together and that's what's really cool about Squarespace is even though we all kind of start from templates everything's customizable if you do your own coding and you want to inject something in there, they have code injection too. So you're never really boxed in with Squarespace. And what's really cool is that you also don't get painted into a corner as your website grows. So if you want to offer e-commerce or if you want to sell items on here, products or prints or digital downloads or whatever that may be, you can do that through Squarespace. And it is awesome. You just turn on the features and you go. It's a monthly price. It's about eight, they start at $8 a month. And Squarespace really are the easiest solution out there that's all in one for hosting and building your own website. And they have a deal right now for Art of Photography viewers. If you're interested, I can save you money. What you want to do is head over to squarespace.com and sign up for the free trial. And on checkout, use offer code AOP. That's going to save you 10% off your order. That, once again, is offer code AOP for the Art of Photography. And that'll get you 10% off. So go over there and try it now. They don't require a credit card or anything. Just go over and check it out and see what Squarespace will do for you. And I want to give an extra special shout out and thank you once again to the awesome folks over at Squarespace for once again sponsoring another episode of the Art of Photography. So that, my friends, is the Sony A5100, and I think this is such an excellent camera for the money you're going to spend on something like this. If you're in the market to get something, you don't have a lot of money, and you want something that's going to get really good image quality, really good video quality, um, have the ability to be able to put manual focus lenses on here, and it's got some versatility to it, I really recommend this series, particularly the A5100. The A6000 is a great camera, too. Uh, in my humble opinion, I think the video is just slightly better on here, and I mean, it's splitting hairs, really, because they're both wonderful cameras. This one is also 
also considerably cheaper. So I will link up to where you can find these in the show notes, and I strongly recommend uh, that you check these out. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, remember to like it and share it with your friends, and as always, subscribe so you'll be up to date on all the latest and greatest videos as they come out. I'm doing a ton of stuff, and if you want to stay up to date, subscribe so you will never miss an episode. Anyway, as always, folks, this has been another episode of The Art of Photography. I'll see you guys in the next video. Later.